Hello, welcome to Game Changer. Monday through Friday, David Villa and our crew dive into God's Word and talk about how to take principles from the Bible and apply them to our daily lives. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our host. Happy Wednesday. <laughs> Midweek. What's up? How you doing? Um, I'm hungry. It smells like an egg roll it in does. here. It does. It smells like an egg roll in here. Someone ate an egg roll before we all walked in and we're like, whoa, the studio smells like, I said it smells like uh, onions, and then someone's like, oh, it's, it's Ezra ate an egg roll. When Diana specifically, she smelled like ingredients. She's like, I smell cabbage. I walked in, I said, what smells like cabbage in here? <laughs> and egg rolls have cabbage. And they do. That's a powerful so, nose. So when we're finished... When we're finished here, we're all going to go eat some Chinese food. Yeah. So, uh, hey, looks at Melissa Abel from Ohio on uh, YouTube there. You guys are watching on uh, Facebook or YouTube. Do me a favor. Just put in the comment. We, we uh, obviously, most of our audience listens to us over Spotify, or, um, so, I'm sorry, Apple Podcast, but we love the interaction, and we do this live. We were asked, like, why do you guys do this live? Because... Uh, 99% of our audience either watches it after on YouTube or on Facebook or listens to us. But we love the interaction, and you guys are part of the show. So if you're watching this morning on YouTube or Facebook, make sure you put what state are you watching from. So maybe we'll, maybe we'll see it and we'll, we'll shout you out, and we'll shout some states out. So we have Ohio in the house, and I know we have some Floridians in the house. I see some names popped up, but where are you watching the show from? And where, in, where are you watching the show from? Where in life do you live <laughs> Where, where, where you is your life placed in what area? Hey Amen. Hey, you ready to dive into day three of life? I'm ready. It's a cool game. We haven't even opened it yet. I mean, we haven't even like really opened it yet and played it. Diana's scared. <clears throat> She's scared to get beat in life. And uh, yeah, I like to play. How to do you win in life? I don't know. Uh, Honestly, okay, I, so. I, I, Okay, here goes Mike's going to... I actually... So I've watched people actually play this on stream. So at the end of it, based on all of the things that you gain you can go into debt you can choose a career you can upgrade your career basically there's a point system for everything that you gain and there's also a point system for everything that you lose and by the end of it you tally the points and whoever has the most points wins life cool Ooh. i think so, i might win that one and you know what's crazy in the christian life not to get all spiritual here but to kind of get spiritual you know it's bible says whoever gives up their life for me gains it Whoever's the least among you become the greatest. And it even says, I was reading the other day in some devotion, my, my devotion time, and I was reading the passage that I've seen before, but it hit me a different way when it said, you know, we're going to be surprised when, we, when we're in heaven because we're going to see somebody who was maybe the least among that's actually the greatest. And some of the greats among are going to be actually some of the least. And so how amazing is it, right? Then in life, you tally the points, but in, in the life of of abundance. That's what we're talking about this week, right? Abundant life. It's really not the points that you tally up. You can be you can you can be called a loser in life and be a winner in abundant life. Amen. And uh, so hey, we have Johannesburg, uh, South Africa in the house. We have Sefner in the house. We have South Tampa. We have another Tampa there. How about on YouTube? Anybody in YouTube? Just wanted to make sure we so we've got um, Missouri, Christina from Missouri watching. Um, Melissa from Ohio. So thank you guys um, from uh, for watching and out of state, and that's awesome. So I'm gonna um, comment on that. I think that there are probably gonna be some people from my past that when they see me in heaven, they're like, 
man, you made it. <laughs> like, yes, because he was with me and before me. So um, I hate to say that because I'm pretty much a, a white and black type of person, but I'm pretty sure there's going to be some people up there that are be like, hey, you made it. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> they counted not, me out. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really shy. Yeah, I don't, you know, I know for sure there'd be some that would be surprised that I'm there. But. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> But hey, so we're we're in the middle of life this this week, and yesterday we talked about, um, you know, we we kind of dove into how how to live abundant life, and we talked about, you know, speaking the word of God, and um, you know, and speaking, saying what God says, you know, and I think that that is that's a very good first step. But today we're going to talk about meditating on God's word, right? We're going to talk about meditating on God's word. This is again, we're, we're on the, we're on the subject of abundant life, right? We're talking about life, but not life like the game. And if you missed the last couple of days, I was surprised to see that this game says on the front cover, you can see it right there, your life, your way. And how many of those believers, right? It's our life, but it's not our way. And that's where we get in trouble. And that's where we mess this thing up, right? That's where we mess this, this life up, right? We mess our, you know, we got little kids in the car. We mess our kids up by doing it our way. We mess our, we mess our family up sometimes by doing it our way, right? We jack things up by doing it our way. And, you know, so the, here, here's the thing. It's your life, but it's his way. And if you do it his way, here's the thing. You not only have life, it's not constricting your life, right? You'll have abundant life. And so we're going to take a look really quick at Joshua back into the scripture um, that we looked at yesterday, but we're going to look at it again, and we're talking about meditating on God's word. So we're going to look at Joshua 1.8, and it says, the scripture we read yesterday, the book of the law will not depart from your mouth, but you will meditate on it day and night to be successful. So not only did Joshua need to speak God's word, which is what we talked about yesterday, right? He needed to meditate on it. I'm going to read it again. This book of the law will not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night. So it's it's going to be something you need to speak, but you you also need to marinate, right? You need to meditate on it. You need to you need to to, to dwell on it. And you need to internalize it to be successful. So Joshua not only spoke God's word, he meditated on it. And I think that this is just as important for us, right, as it was for him. If not, if not more, right? Meditation is is more than just reading, right? We can read his word, but here's what meditation does: it involves filling your mind. With God's word, so that you that that you think about it throughout the day, <clears throat> and, and and that's the thing. You know, your mind is so powerful that whatever you think on, whatever you dwell on, whatever you fixate on, right? You ever woke up? I mean, we we, we talk about this. My wife and I. Sometimes you wake up, maybe um, in you know early two o'clock or whatever. Maybe you're going to the restroom, or maybe you just kind of wake up, or you toss and turn, and then you know you can go right back to sleep. But have you ever done that, and then all of a sudden started thinking about your day? or started thinking about something that you are dealing with or going through and all of a sudden you don't go back to sleep, you know, and you know, and and you're you're pretty much laying there tossing and turning, you know, until it's time to actually get out of bed. And so your mind's powerful. So meditation is just that as well, right? It involves filling your mind, filling it, right? When you fill something, right, there's no room for anything else. Filling it with God's word so that you think about it throughout the day. I mean, yes, you're going to think about other things, right, as well, but all all the while you're applying the word of God to yourself personally and to the things that you do. And, and, it's, it's, and, and so instead of dwelling on your problems, 
right? Instead of dwelling on the, maybe the, the email that you received or instead of dwelling on the, the latest you know, news notification that popped up on your phone, instead of dwelling on whatever it is that, you know, you know, that your family's going through, you dwell on, listen, what God's word says. We're talking about abundant life this morning. We're talking about life, but we're talking about abundant life. I don't want to just make it through, muddle through this life. I want to live abundantly. I want, to, I, want, I want the life that Jesus talked about, right? And I don't want to wait to heaven to get it. I want to live abundantly here. It doesn't mean I'm not going to go through things because he actually says the opposite. It just means that his word is with you. He's with you. And you can walk through this life and live abundantly. Amen? You know, I immediately <clears throat> thought of when you talked about that, meditating, obviously that's like taking your time and to, to like think on it. But I immediately thought, have you ever been so hungry that you grabbed anything that was in your refrigerator and you gobbled it down and you kind of thought, I didn't even taste that. Did I even chew it? Mm -hmm. So, you know, or versus sitting down for a meal. And I'm, I'm saying this from the standpoint of like approaching God's word, coming, coming to him, sat down and actually enjoyed a meal. You took your time. You enjoyed each part of that entree, your, your, your protein, your vegetable, and enjoyed it and savored it, that's the difference. We can read God's word and gobble it up. Mm. And it, and I think that goes where we talked about yesterday, going from a head knowledge, like we can gobble it up and get this head knowledge. But I think what really begins to you know filter and penetrate the heart is when we meditate on it and we enjoy every part of it, like we think on it. You know, have you ever had a meal that you thought about the next day? Like, man, that dinner was, you better think that a lot. <laughs> I cook your food. I don't know about I'm hungry but, right now. We're talking a lot about food. <laughs> but I'm I just saying enjoying, literally savoring it. And that's the way we need to approach God's word, that we savor it and we ponder on it throughout the day. And we go, because I feel like sometimes we could start our day in a situation or, you know, with our thought, how we have our day planned. And, you know, we've read God's word and we have scripture like, hey, that spoke to me. But as your day goes along, if you meditate on it, that word becomes alive and go, hey, I read that and this is where it applies to my life today at this moment. And what's so amazing is God's word never changes the same yesterday, today, and forever. However, I know that in seasons of my life, scriptures have meant different things to me. And I don't mean meant from the standpoint of I'm changing the meaning, but it spoke to me in a different way. Yeah. And so, and I think that comes from versus gobbling it <clears throat> down versus slowly enjoying every part of it and throughout your day reminding yourself of some like key things that maybe you meditate or you read or meditate on earlier in the morning but it can't just stop early morning and then you go about your day it's something that you have to you know make little pit stops along the way and just kind of remind yourself I'm a thinker by nature and that's a good thing and a bad thing I can overthink myself out of things and then I can think so don't shake your head or I can think things and God speaks to me. I think it depends also on your mindset. You know, we always have to be renewing our mind. And so how we focus on those things and how we meditate on those also is very, very important. But I think if we, you know, approach God to savor every bit of it versus just gobbling it in for the sake that we gobbled it up, um, I think that is when, you know, the scripture becomes alive and you find those, you know, life application situations or scripture that applies I don't know about you guys, but she's mentioned gobble several times, and I am hungry. <clears throat> I am hungry, straight up hungry. So uh, what are you having for breakfast this morning, just on a side note, while you're commenting, if you're watching live, or what are you getting ready to have now? How many, how many are looking for a Chinese restaurant that's open because we talked about egg rolls, <laughs> and you are trying to find out the earliest availability of an egg roll? If that's you, comment as well. Hey, I'll choose a taco over an egg roll <clears throat> any day. Amen. A Mexican kind Listen, of girl. Men. All right. So, I don't know, but I got egg rolls Give in the mind. Give me burrito, mind. taquito, <laughs> All right. whatever. 
Throw some salsa on it. So as you read Joshua 1 through 1, 5, 9, okay, you can see that this is kind of what, I know Dinah was mentioning that she's a thinker. So if you, if you read that and kind of go back to that passage and look over it, and I suggest it, right? Afterwards, read Joshua 1, read verses 5 through 9. You'll see God created a picture for Joshua, right? I don't know about you. I said, you know, I would have done a lot better in school, you know, if they, if they kind of studied the, uh, the ways that people like to learn, right? I, I am actually a pretty smart guy, but yet I did not excel in the books because of, and I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that I was creative in the mind and, 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 you know, and and I was more visual. And so, you know, but I can learn visually and learn through, through uh, word pictures a, a lot better. And that's just the way it, what speaks to me. And so, you know, God, that's what I love about him. He, he creates a word pictures a lot of times. He creates you know, a, a picture, and he did it for Joshua here, and he painted the picture that God was with him. Listen, he painted the picture that, hey, I'm with you, and then I'm, not only am I with you, I'm for you. Let me, can we just say this? It builds a, a huge confidence when you know that God's with you, but it even adds to that when you know he's for you. It, it bolsters something on the inside of you. So it was a picture say it this way, of strength, victory, right? A picture of success. And that's that abundant life we're talking about. So when you meditate on God's word, okay, and you meditate on it, then here's the thing, because the word of God is not some novel. It's not some, it's, it's not just a book, right? It's alive. And so when you meditate on his word, God paints a picture on the inside of you. This is not like my words. I'm not making a suggestion. This is what he does because his word is alive. The Bible says it's alive and it pierces even the tiniest places. It goes into the into the places where that maybe even nobody else knows about. It talks and speaks to the areas that maybe you even keep to yourself. And that's what the word of God does. And it says it's sharper than a, than a sword with two edges, meaning that it gets in and it does the job, but it's alive. And so when you meditate on God's word, he paints a picture right on the inside of, of you and in me. And it's a picture of, of you being the head, right? That's what he says and not, and not the tail. It's a picture of you being blessed and not cursed because that's, that's what the word of God does. It's a, in, that's from Deuteronomy 28, right? You're the head and not the tail. You're blessed. You're not cursed. You're above, you're not beneath. And it's a picture of your soul prospering, right? It's a picture of abundance, not lack. Abundance in what? Abundance in whatever you're believing God for. Abundance in whatever your dreams are. And that's what God does. He's for you, not just with you. And I think that's powerful. And, uh, you know, uh, Psalms 119, you know, David said seven times, this is 164 and 165. That's a long chapter, right? So the 164th and 164th, fifth verse of Psalms 119. That's a cool chapter to read if you haven't read it. But David said this, he said, seven times a day, I praise you for your righteous laws. Great peace have they who love your law and nothing can make them stumble. And so at distinctly different times of the day, David meditated on God's word. I mean, several times he had like in his calendar, it's like, you know, you have a calendar, like eat a snack, right? He had a calendar like, hey, it's time to praise God, right? You have a calendar, hey, I had to make that phone call. He had a calendar pop up. It's time to dwell and meditate on God. So seven times a day, he reminded himself, he meditated on the words that God had spoken and he went on to proclaim the truth that loving God's worth is both a source of peace and a source of success. Amen. By the way, I saw a comment on YouTube. Someone said they love egg rolls in the morning. Amen. Someone said I love egg rolls in the in the morning. Go ahead. Just have to say that. You know what I mean? We are eating egg rolls. I'm breaking my diet today. We're eating egg rolls. Go ahead. 
Go ahead, babe. You know, I think keeping that perspective that God is for you, you know, I think when we hit resistance or challenges, we almost can think that he's against us. And so I'm immediately thinking about, you know, when someone's trying to pull something out of you because they see more and you're like, man, get off my back. And you feel like they're against you when really they are for you and they're trying to push you and stretch you to your full potential. And sometimes, you know, when we're put in those situations, we are like, God, are you even there? Are you? Yes. His promises are yes and amen. And his word says that he is for you. He is for you. He turned, even if challenges or things are going on or you have stinking thinking or you have crazy things going on in your life, he's with you and he's for you. But I think when you find your pla- yourself meditating on him he helps you have peace in spite of those situations and i think when you even when he you feel like he's against you and you remind yourself <clears throat> no he's for me you know um i'm thinking of a trainer you know when you're in your last few they say hey do 20 reps and you get to 15 and you hit a wall and they're standing over you and you're like you're standing over me and you're kind of but that's the lord the lord is standing over you cheering you on and sometimes if you if you've ever worked out with a trainer or something like that they'll they don't even have to actually touch whatever it is you're lifting the bar or the or the bar dumbbells or the bar they don't have to actually touch it as soon as they almost put your hand your mind Mm -hmm. automatically pushes forth because there's a, a psychic. So this is like a, a, a psychology, like you're thinking like, oh, they're helping me even when they're not. They just have to touch it. Yeah. So there's the same thing. If we can get our eyes, like even when we feel all that pressure, we know that God's right there spotting us. That will give us enough uh, yeah. to finish it out. So I think it comes down <clears throat> to that meditation and trusting and knowing that he's with you in spite of what you're going. And sometimes, you know, the answers come quickly, but sometimes we have to believe in faith. So I think um, trusting God in those seasons are, are very, very important. Yeah, scroll back up. Let's look at a couple comments. So we're, we got some comments this morning, specifically, I think, a, around meditation. So let's look at a couple of our our listeners that, uh, we'll start with Dumasani's there. Hit on the C more so we can see, I can read all the comments. So Dumasani said, look what I read this morning. So this is an example, right, of, and we'd love to hear this. If you read something, I'll read Dana's comment, I think, below as well in a second. But, um, you know, maybe you can read Dana's comment when I'm finished reading Dumasani's, but... I wanted to say this. This is an example of what we're talking about. This is an audience participation show here live. So if you're watching it live with us, um, this is we want to hear from you because, look, this is an example of what happens when you meditate. Who knows what Dumasani's walking through? Who knows what you're walking through? We're all walking through this life, this life, right? And we're trying to say, hey, it's my life, and I want it to be his way, not my way, but it's difficult. And so let's encourage one another, and let's also recognize when it's not just a scripture, but when God uses that to encourage us. So let's see what Dumasani read this morning. He says, what has taken away your reason? Okay, this is the scripture. What has taken away your reason? That's a question. What has weakened your vision, right? Job fifteen twelve. sometimes in life, as we go through, so that was, that, I'm going to read that again. Job is 15, 12. That's awesome. What has taken away your reason? What has weakened your vision? Now, if you haven't studied the life of Job, <clears throat> he had a reason to ask this question. Yeah. So he's like, but then he didn't blame God. He's using the word of God, right, to, to, to and meditate on speaking to God and spending time with God to bring clarity into a situation. So he's like, hey, what's taken away your reason? What has weakened your vision? Man, what an awesome perspective for the abundant life. And so sometimes, Dumasani said, sometimes in life, as we go through challenging times, we can lose the clarity 
of God's vision in our lives. We can be blinded by pain, stay holding on to God and his grace. That's good. Amen. Let's read. uh, Diana, read Dana's there. Listen carefully to my words. Let them penetrate deep within your heart, for they bring life. Proverbs 4.12. Proverbs is one of my favorite. 4.20. That's good. I'm sorry, 4.20. I need my glasses. Sorry, guys. That's pretty far away. You still need glasses. It's like uh, for close up and far away. You might just need glasses in general. I think I might. What a great, what a great scripture. Proverbs 420, you know, as well. Listen carefully to my words. Let them penetrate. So basically that scripture is saying, hey, listen to them, but don't just listen to them. Don't just read them. Let them penetrate. That sounds like meditation to me. Sounds like letting it fill your mind, right? It sounds like what meditation means. And it says they're going to bring life. Is there anything on, on YouTube? Any comments like that or no? No. All right. Let's just go into the scripture. It says, Jesus says, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rains descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house. It did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. That's mm-hmm. meditating. You find it and you meditate on it. Now everyone <clears throat> who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rains descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house and it fell and great was its fall Matthew 7 24 through 27 that's so true go ahead I was just telling Mike to stop go ahead scrolling (laughs) it is when we have ourself meditating and grounded on the rock on God and his word, those winds can come, those things can come up. Even it, and they're sometimes are self-inflicted. Let's face it, some of the challenges that we faced is because we haven't stayed meditating on the word of God and we've allowed, sometimes it's by our choices, we've allowed things in our life. But here's the goodness and the grace of God that if we recognize it and are quick to get back to those foundational things, God is with us and he will help us and he's for us even when we we're against ourselves sometimes, and we bring those things in our life. He's going to protect us, and He's going to help us through those, and He'll give beauty for the ashes of our life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and, and, and so if you notice this scripture in Matthew, the dying read is 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 acting upon it, and that's and that's the other point, you know, that we can we can get into a little bit today, and then also get into it tomorrow. But Joshua one eight, going back to that foundational scripture we've been using, so we know that. So it says to speak the word of God. Then we know it says to meditate on the word of God. But it also says we should do according to all that is written in it. So it also says that we should act on God's word. So abundant life comes when you speak the word of God, right? When you meditate on the word of God. And then when you act on God's word. So it's not enough to know what the word of God says, right? So the Bible, actually, there's a scripture in the New Testament that says, right, don't just be what? Hearers of the word, but be doers of the word. You know, and it actually says when you hear the word of God and then you do what it says, you know, it talks about it. I mean, it literally, the seeds, uh, the, 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 the parable where the seed was sown, it talks about different ground. What ground, you know, are, are, is the word of God, even this morning, being planted on? It's very important that you, is it shallow ground, right? Is it stony ground? Is it thorny ground? Or is it good ground? And, you know, that's not a judgmental thing, but get get your ground right to plant the word of God because what happens when you hear the word of God and you begin to speak the word of God and you meditate on the word of God, then you begin to it's, it begins to be planted in good ground. That's the that's the the picture of it, right? And then not only that, but then you begin to act on it 
That's the fruit. That's when things begin to grow and, and fruit begins to blossom. And then what happens there is you start to see, right? I mean, it talks about tenfold, right? A hundredfold. It begins to, begins to exponentially bless you. And that's the abundance. That's the life that we're talking about, right? And I'm reminded of a scripture of Ephesians 3.20, unto him, this is what a scripture says, unto him, God, who's able to do exceeding and abundantly, abundantly above all you can ask above all you can think so that's when you get in line and it says it says according to his power that's at work in you you won't know his power if you don't if you're not hearing his power if you're not speaking his power if you're not meditating on his power and if you're not acting on his power and you know and, and I'll say this you know because we're, we're out of time until tomorrow but the scripture Diana read in Matthew 7 did you notice the same rain same floods same winds it came to both homes. It, whether it was built on the rock or the sand, you live in this world. The same, the, same, the same winds, same rain, same flood came. So just because you're Christian doesn't mean you're gonna not have storms. We all know that. There will be storms that beat right against our life. But as, as we read God's word, right, each day, apply the truths revealed, right, we'll become like the, the wise person, the wise man, the wise woman, when adversity comes, right? Maybe you're in adversity. You'll be able to stand because you built on in on an immovable foundation. You know, I just want to say before we push it over to Mike is that <clears throat> if you've started on a shaky foundation, just like when you go into and you, I've, you know we've all watched those renovation stories where they started to rip things down. That's one of the things that happens sometimes when we're we're going to the Word of God. God begins to remove some of those things, and we pull back and we find some things aren't right on the inside. It's okay. Even a foundation of a house can be repaired. Mm. That's good. So if your foundation, maybe you weren't raised a certain way, maybe you, you know, some things happened to you, maybe you experienced trauma, maybe you, um, you know, just had bad thinking, maybe you had some addictions that took you off course, whatever that is. If your foundation started rough, there's good news mm -hmm. because if you can turn and meditate on the word of God now, right where you're at, stop. Yeah. He will, he will allow the repairs on that foundation if you're open to it. Amen. And receive it. Amen. There's another scripture Mike's highlighting here on YouTube. Somebody put, uh, Christina put um, her meditation verse from this morning, Psalms, Psalms 19, 14. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Yeah, that's How good. appropriate, right? May the words of my mouth, there's speaking it. May the meditation of my heart, there's meditating on it. Be pleasing to you, O God. And you know what? I think I think when it pleases him is when it when it's the words of your mouth and the meditation of your heart come out you act on it and I, th I really think because that's ultimately what God wants us to do right not just not just speak it and not just meditate on it but are we bearing fruit and that's why he says we'll know them by you'll know them by their fruit so excellent scripture uh, great way to, to wrap the, the today's podcast up and uh, I'm excited about tomorrow how about you amen amen Mike Thank you all for tuning in today. We hope you guys are enjoying this series on life. We'll be back tomorrow morning as we continue this series. So make sure that you all tune in. But I have a couple quick things that I'm going to run through before we head out. Every morning we have a daily encouragement text that goes out that you guys can opt into for free. You can text the letters EZGC to 813-522-3356. If you're with us live on Facebook or YouTube, we appreciate you guys being with us. But if for any odd reason you cannot make it to the live streams, you can always keep up with us in two ways. 
Number one, go to YouTube, search Game Changer Podcast Live, hit the subscribe button on our channel, and then hit the bell so you get notified because we upload the episodes of this podcast every single day, Monday through Friday at 3.30 p.m. EST. Excuse me. We also have the audio version of this podcast available every single day at the same time on your favorite audio podcasting platforms, the biggest one being Apple Podcasts, but whichever one you use, make sure that you subscribe to our feed in that one. If you're listening to this episode or watching this episode on replay, you can always come and join us live as we record these episodes live every single morning, Monday through Friday at 8.30 a.m. EST on Facebook and YouTube. Just search Game Changer Podcast Live and we will show up. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram. We post short, bite-sized clips of the podcast episodes, phone wallpapers, shareable graphics of quotes from the show, and much, much more. Make sure that you guys follow us. It's Game Changer Podcast live on all of your social medias. But thank you all for tuning in today. We hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. We'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And on that note, enjoy an egg roll. Thanks so much for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast and you want to connect further, check out the David Villas Game Changer group on Facebook. We'll see you next time on the next episode of Game Changer.